Sticks. A little dicky. Schlong. Penis. Peace. Welcome back, everyone. So today's episode is all about what I like to refer to as dick vision. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Amory, <laughs> what's dick vision? We don't know. We've never heard of it before. Yes, dick vision sounds like, honestly, what it makes like me think of is like, yeah, like a superpower. <laughs> like you're out in the world. And you can see everybody's dicks. Scanning dicks <laughs> everywhere. That. Honestly, that might be the superpower I choose. Then you always know what you're going into. Yeah. So, dick vision, although that sounds like an amazing superpower, dick vision (laughs) has a little bit different meaning for me. (laughs) So, dick vision is when, let's say, you're hooked on a dick. You know, you just found, maybe it's a vagina, but for all intent and purposes, we're talking (laughs) dick vision. If you have to say clit vision, guys, it's fine. It's weird, but we'll allow it. Whatever. So, dick slash clit vision (laughs) is when you're really into someone's sex game, but maybe you're a little blinded to their actual skill level because, you know, maybe you're just a little too into them. Yeah, like maybe there's something else that's contributing, and so when you look back later... It's like, was the dick game that strong or was something else going on entirely? Right. So when it comes to dick vision, I often find myself forgiving things that I otherwise would not forgive. And this kind of comes back to the fuckboy situation. Absolutely. Um, I had a, you know, I had a guy just show up here. Like he was calling me trying to hook up and I was like, no, I'm busy. I'm studying. Blah, blah, blah. And then he just literally showed up here in our apartment and parked his car outside. Dude, and this bitch so nonchalantly is like, I'm not going to fuck him. I'm just going to go tell him to leave. <laughs> Two hours later, as I go to leave the apartment, she's in a parked car outside with foggy windows. So you know I fucking smacked on that hood. Yes. I was like, get it. It terrified us because it's I we were actually parked behind the neighbor's garage and so I thought that it was the fucking neighbors. <laughs> like what are you doing? Fucking in my driveway. Right, exactly. So but that's the kind of behavior bullshit. And- like I would not accept that if any other man just showed up at my fucking house expecting sex, I would not even open the fucking door. Let alone put his dick in me. <laughs> and but like, that's it, Vision. Had I, me blind. 
One time I had the dick vision so bad that I actually did someone's fucking laundry for them. <laughs> I uh, I went out of my way to get that D, you I know, and and I was that. forgiving like just unforgivable behaviors. Absolutely, and you you do they, in general, and you find yourself bailing on literally everyone else for this D too, you know. Yes. That's what we're talking. That, and dick that's vision. where your roster kind of falls apart a lot for you specifically. <laughs> For you specifically. (laughs) For you specifically, that does happen. And a big part of this, the whole point of this episode really is looking backwards at those moments and realizing, okay, was the dick game that strong or did I just maybe catch some feelings? Yes. So let's break down the dick. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times I think men... Like, men who give good dick naturally, I feel like, rely on that a little too heavily. And so I've noticed in this, maybe in my specific instance that I'm thinking of right now, where it was like he was giving me good dick, but he wasn't going out of his way in any other way. Mm-hmm. Like, for, there was no foreplay. I don't even think he ever went down on me, even once. This is, honestly, this conversation is just turning me on because all I'm thinking about is Glasses, that guy who showed up here, fucking me on this couch, and I miss it. And it's like, that motherfucker, is he's such a dickhead, and he never once has made me come. Yeah, it's like he doesn't deserve to be the best dick. But even now... Even fucking now, he calls me, my vagina is on its way. So what is it about these dicks that we're getting something from them we're not getting elsewhere? Is it the feelings? What is it? Is it the size? I don't know. Maybe it is just, maybe they have some kind of technique. It's possible, but I think for me, a lot of it has to do with rejection. Do you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense with glasses. It's like, I heavily want whoever doesn't want me, and so, like, it, it became, like, a hot thing where it was, like, treating me like shit and like I wanted to fuck you like it made me so hot I am literally thinking about glasses rejecting me and then fucking me and again I'm getting fucking turned I know I feel we might need to pause it's getting I'm hot thinking about it my period just ended so I'm like also primed and ready to fuck prime (laughs) (laughs) she showered today guys Get the so right man in is- my inbox and I might even shave. Oh, <laughs> doubtful. <laughs> so hindsight is sort of twenty twenty in Absolutely. these situations. You're looking back and you're like, okay, I definitely did not need to be putting up with all of that mm-hmm. behavior. And I definitely didn't need to be working that hard for any D. You know, like, I'm a bad bitch. Right. But there is something about the unattainable... Or the out of reach. That is so undeniable. It's like, you reject me, motherfucker! (laughs) Reject me, daddy. (laughs) So dick vision, I would say, just boils down to the best dick you've ever gotten, at least so you think. (laughs) Dick vision has you discriminating against all other dicks. But in retrospect, it, it really just isn't that great. Yes. And so... We have been thinking about all of the different dicks that we could be having instead of 
dick vision. Now that the dick fog is gone, <laughs> I can see clearly. And there is a field of dicks out there. I can see clearly now the dick fog's gone. I can see all the testicles <laughs> in my way. I hate us. All right. So, we want to talk about dicks. Dick discrimination. It's real. It's <laughs> happening. There are a lot of reasons for dick discrimination, though, honestly. One of the biggest ones I hear a lot is about uncircumcised dicks. Oh, uncut. Yes. Unfiltered. And... It's so interesting that women have so few experiences with this because actually only 30% of the world is circumcised, 30% of men in the entire world. And then in the United States, it's only 55 to 65%. Oh, wow. I would have thought it would have been higher in the United States. Right. But I've actually... Knock, knock on wood, because I wouldn't know what to do with it, baby. <laughs> I've never been with a guy who was uncut, but you. Many. Yeah, you, what's, your, what's your ratio? What's your percentage? Well, I will just say that I have personally touched, fucked, <laughs> 11 uncircumcised dicks. 11? Yeah, um, only 11. I honestly thought it was going to be higher. <laughs> only 11. So, I know a lot about this topic. So, tell me about it. So, what's the, what's, what are some of the differences between an uncut and a, and a cut dick? Well, the biggest thing that you have to realize is the sensitivity is much different. And it's very different between uncircumcised guys as well. So you might have one guy who it's like direct contact with the head of his dick is like too much because it's too sensitive. Yeah. And so instead you want to have the foreskin up around the head and you give the blowjob around that foreskin. Whereas um, a guy who's a little less sensitive will want you to pull that back because it's going to feel a lot better just like for any guy it would. The same area. It's kind of like the clit under the hood. Exactly. (laughs) And so what's important here is that unless you're just super intuitive and be able to automatically tell, which probably not, you just have to talk to the person and be like, hey, how sensitive is this? That sort of goes back to that communication we talked about early on and how super important it is to make sure you're always telling your partner what feels good and what doesn't feel good. It's going to make things better for you, for them, for the world. And if your partner's not saying anything, just ask, I guess. At least give them an opportunity to speak up. (laughs) Definitely. And I have a really funny story about um, uncircumcised dicks. One of the guys I fucked, actually, who's also a listener of this podcast, what up, bro? Uh, He once put four M&Ms inside of his foreskin. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like that he's able to do that, I guess. Actually, you know what? I did read that. I, I read this thing on Reddit one time about a guy doing this move where he calls it like something about something in the bank or put, put, put the money in the bank and keep the change. That's the move. But you put pennies in your foreskin <laughs> and then you shoot them out and you tell people to keep the change. <laughs> I don't know. Reddit has some weird shit. Okay. I actually well, have someone 
who stuck a pencil in their their pee hole. Let's talk about something, anything else. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that I would say is a distinct difference between dicks is the the softness and the hardness of them. And I don't mean like the difference between an erection and a soft dick. I mean, some people's hard is really fucking hard. Yeah. And some people's hard is like... Surrounded by bubble wrap. Yeah, and this is so, this is actually really interesting because uncircumcised dicks are actually, they always seem a little bit softer when they're hard. Really? Then, um, yeah, then circumcised penises, and I'm not sure why that is, but they're that's just like an really fucking red. <laughs> no, I want to say, I hate those dicks that are like, rock hard I love those ones it is so hard to deep throat a but dick it feels that great in your pussy rigid. it feels incredible <laughs> in your pussy so don't Whoa. hate on the dick it's just not made for that purpose but I well, how am I supposed to give my best blowjob without a deep throat if you get one of those dicks just make sure it's a thinny it's it's gotta be hard and strong but really thin <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Moving. Oh, wait. You know what? What? I've, have you ever had one of those dicks that's like, imagine like you have like a steel rod <laughs> and then legit it's like pillows around it. It's like the dick is hard, but like it just feels like there's too much skin. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what is this I'm thing? so interested to know. I imagine that there are a lot of women out there who have interacted with an uncircumcised penis and not realized it because depending on the foreskin like the m&m guy his foreskin is just like a little bit sleeve yeah a little bit more of a sleeve and so when he gets hard it's like the foreskin is still there but a lot of guys who are uncircumcised there, when they get hard, the head comes out kind of on its own. Like, their foreskin might be, like, thinner or just whatever it is. And so it just pulls back more. So I have genuinely fucked uncircumcised guys. Be, guy, uncircumcised guys? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hot. <laughs> um, before and been like, whoa, that is pretty much like a regular dick. Well, that's pretty much like a regular... They come out that way, (laughs) but a regular dick is the cut version. (laughs) Well, honestly... pretty fucking rude of me. I'm sorry, guys. Whenever I was in, uh, like, home ec, and we were learning about circumcision, I remember that the sleeve was actually how our teacher taught us. She pulled her arm inside of her sleeve. She was like, this is like an uncircumcised dick. Like, she felt the need to... Visualize, visualize illustrate that for you. That's so strange. So real quick, because you're a pro, before we move forward from the circumcision topic, mm-hmm. um, do you have any tips besides that, like, communication one, obviously? But yeah. You- Just, like, go after it. Yeah? Like, don't be timid about it don't be like afraid of it like it is just a regular dick like do you know any any guys who or girls who have like been like no that's not happening I'm not touching that dick I've heard stories obviously I don't have an uncircumcised dick so I've never Never. been present for those but uh yeah definitely I've heard stories from some of these guys that that happens to them and speaking of dick discrimination why don't any dildos have foreskin that's a really good question. Oh my god, I would love to experiment with a foreskinned dildo. 
it would probably be so much harder to clean. It would, I just would be so fascinated. There would be so many varieties. Yes, we're going to pitch that idea, trademark roster. We're about to start our own uncircumcised dildo line, guys. <laughs> so what is something else that people discriminated against? Maybe like the head? Yes, we know a guy who's got a really massive head. It's like a mushroom cap. It's like a hammerhead shark. It's like a sloping mountain. It's, <laughs> it's like a ski slope. <laughs> and hasn't he said, though, that people have been mean about that in the past? Yeah, but also I he has also said the opposite, that people say it feels really good. I feel like it probably would feel pretty good. I agree. I would be willing to agree with I'd that. I want to try that out. I feel like it almost fakes the girth a little bit because it, like, it's... Yeah, because it stretches you out. Yep. At but there the is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh-huh. We're scientists uh-huh. on the uh-huh. roster. Testicles, I know, turn a lot of women off. Balls. And I used to be kind of one of those people. Like, I, I love only balls. recently started sucking balls. <laughs> This is very new for me. <laughs> I've only recently started sucking balls. Um, I would say a lot of guys, um, they love when you play with their balls because I think a lot of women don't because it's like they don't know what to do with them. Right. And they, I think girls also find them kind of gross, honestly. I think... Like, they're just, like, even guys, like, it's, like, they're it's delicate, like, and they're, like, kind of, like, sack. it's soggy. Yeah, it's a ball sack. Like, it's, I'm sorry, your ball sack doesn't turn me on. I'll still put it in my mouth, though, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie to you. That's a fucking ball sack. There's different kinds, though. There's, like, real like, big balls. Oh, I like the really, like, round, smooth ones. Oh, like the tight skin on it? Yes, yes. That's my favorite kind of ball And then there are some that, like, have, like, a lot of skin. Yeah, and there are some that are really separated, some that are really tight together. I mean, there really is a lot of variety in the Very interesting. You know, I actually did read um, that guys with larger testicles are 30% more likely to be cheaters (laughs) because they're producing so much more cum. So their libidos are high. They they have higher libidos. So women, if your guy has a big old set, make sure you're fucking putting out so he doesn't fucking cheat on your Also, check his text messages, girl. (laughs) I'm worried for you. Like, if he's got a big sack, there's a 30% chance. Big balls equals cheating. Get that fucking big bald cheater. (laughs) So, next up, we have color. I know discrimination. You love, this which, one's targeted at me. This is targeted at you because Anne-Marie doesn't like two-toned dicks. <laughs> and it's like the ones that are very distinctly two-toned that really bother. Her. Like if there's like halfway through the dick is like it's like pink, 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 pink like on the shirt. Brown. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't. It's like Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, like Neapolitan dicks. No, so you've got to get over it. I, I have gotten over it because it occurs in, in like, most men where, like, the tip is a little yeah, different color. Yeah, honestly, than I would honestly say almost common. all dicks I've ever but seen there's, have some there, kind of color distinction. There was 
one specific dick you're referring to that was very distinct. <laughs> and this is where this came from. But anyways, some people are always saying, you know, like, once you go black, you never go back. Yeah. But for me, that wasn't the case. It wasn't that I didn't like it. I had, I had a lovely time. Right. It was just that it was like an epiphany for me. I think it was like, oh, all dicks are the same. Right. Well, and there is like this mythical, and that's the way that black men have been hypersexualized, this mythical thing about black men being somehow different sexually than white men. I would say in my experience, maybe just a little more comfortable in sexuality. I but, would say so too. But otherwise, same dick. Right. Same thing. So I, w- I was expecting to, like, get torn apart or something. Like, right, you know, like or a them horse to pop. have some kind of, like, incredible skill. And it's like, no, that's just a human body with a human dick. And right. So <laughs> don't discriminate against color of dick. Even if it's severely two-toned, it's going to feel great, girl. It won't matter when it's inside of you. It all looks the same in the dark. One way we discriminate <laughs> in a positive way is with curves. Ooh, let's talk about the curve theory real yes. quick. Anne-Marie has this theory about curved dicks, and I'm sure we've mentioned it before, but we're going to go over it again. I feel like some of the best dicks that I have ever had in my life have been curved at least slightly to the left. It's very interesting because I have pulled up a study. <gasps> they have real studies for it? I was going to conduct my own. <laughs> well, no, this isn't a study about pleasure, which we are conducting that you on and our I. own. But this was a study of men and, like, how common curving is. Okay. So 90 degrees is facing straight out. And so left curved dicks. Very slightly left curved in the 60 to 85 degree range is actually 30.9% of men. That's a left curve. That's a slight left slight curve. Left, yeah. And then slightly more left curved at 30 to 60 degrees is 29.6% of men. And those are the good dicks. Yes. The so, highest percentage yes, of dicks are good dicks. 60% of men are curving a little bit left. Wow, that's fascinating. Okay, so what about straight on? I'm very interested in that. Straight on, and this is 85 to 95 degrees, is actually only 9.9% of men. Wow, everybody's got a little bit of a curve. Yeah, There's so like those 10%. straight arrows out there are... Those are rare. That's rare. like a, that's a mythic rare. That's interesting. Huh. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> so aside from shape, there's also pubic hair. Oh, um, yeah, pubic hair can really turn a girl off. Honestly, for me, it doesn't matter because I'm a nasty bitch. Well, you know, that, you know that I personally am a pube vacuum, as I've been called. Uh, Always squirreling them away in your little cheeks. Just sucking them down, swallowing for later. It's like a little <laughs> snack. I hate you. So many what? women, though, don't love pubic hair, and especially out-of-control pubic there hair. There has only been one dick that I've seen in my whole life, and it was only in photographs, but I was like, holy fucking wild forest. <laughs> like, it was like a lot, and like, the guy even referenced it. He was like, yeah, I haven't shaved, sorry. <laughs> like, I can see. <laughs> I mean, thank you for addressing it, but damn. I honestly used to think that, like, hair on the ball sack would be a real, like, no-no for me when it came to sucking balls. Like, that was what I was the most concerned about. 
But so far, the guys whose balls I've sucked uh, keep it trimmed. They don't, like, shave it completely I think a lot of guys are thoughtful, and they at least trim it up a little bit. Yeah, they trim it. And that honestly helps. It's like... Don't trim it too much and you get stubbly because that's going to be unpleasant, but just trim actually, it down a little so it's still soft but let's not, give like, another t- Let's give another tip. I actually found out that if you shave, like, at least the base of your dick mm-hmm. and, like, your ball area, it makes your dick look longer. You get, like, an extra centimeter of length. Yes, because yeah, you can see. Do see you know more half of, of actually... What you see of a dude's dick is only half of his dick. The other half is inside of his body. It's kind of like the clit, how the clit is actually way bigger than we realize. Same with the dick. It's so fucking weird to think about there being, like, that much more. (laughs) Another dick inside. (laughs) A twin dick, if you will. Oh. That reminds me, um, Echo and I... We, we found some other mythic rares as far as dick yes. goes. We, as you guys know, we collect dick pics. Um, one of my all-time favorite dicks, like, to the date that I've ever seen in photographs, big old schlong. Like, no joke. Like, <laughs> legit, like, I double take. You do a double take on this photograph. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, did you photograph? It's photo- massive. It's, it's like, what, an inch above the knee? Yeah, and he's a white dude, too. Yeah. And he doesn't Sli- sacrifice in girth, girth no. at all. He's, like, the whole way down a with a slight left curve. D- he's swanging that Swang in it. <laughs> and he doesn't even have saggy balls, either. Like, just, like, a beautiful dick. Like, mm-hmm. I want a portrait of this on my wall. Yes, and so that was a white guy, and then I have been talking to this black guy, and he sent me a picture of his dick, and it is beautiful. And so I sent it to Anne-Marie, of course, in our chat, and it looks like almost exactly like that guy's dick. Twin fucking baloney So we want to have a foursome. With the twin dongs. Twin dongs? We want to see if they hit the same. You know? Are they related? It's a perfect control. It's a perfect experiment. It is. So anyways, some dicks are different. And some are exactly the fucking same. (laughs) And it's a miracle. (laughs) So that, I think we should take a little bit of a break for just... The tip. It's just the tip Tuesday. So for today's just the tip, Echo and I both went on a hunt once again to find out interesting facts about dick handling. Dick handling tips. So why don't you give me one? What was your what was one that you found? This is a really interesting one because we have talked in the past about guys who get limp dicks. Part of the reason for a lot of guys might be that they're masturbating too much and so they're losing sensitivity and unable to hold or maintain an erection. But if you don't use your dick enough, it actually will shorten the tissue and on your dick and it can actually shrink the size of your dick. So are you are you serious? Like 100%. if you're not using it right, you're losing it? Yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, you've got to either be jerking it or or sucking. 
Or you're losing some length. Or you're going to get a smaller dick, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. And you guys thought it was just from getting older. No, it's because you're not mm-hmm. fucking anymore. And in addition to the shrinkage, it can also cause erectile dysfunction. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay, so I have one. Okay. I talked about in the cum, the cum episode about how one of my ex-boyfriends cum tasted like cigarettes. Well, I actually found some more interesting facts about how smoking affects penises. Okay. So, one of the things it does is it can actually make you impotent, which is a big deal. It can it can affect that. Just but then like entirely entirely impotent. Like <laughs> it can make it is makes you twice as likely to become impotent as what is what this the actual article okay. I read said. Um it can actually again shorten the length of your dick. I read that, um... Wait, so all the guys out there listening right now who are smoking cigs... With your little dicks. Your your dick could be bigger if you just quit smoking. So smoking can shorten the penis up to a centimeter. And it's all about blood fo- flow when um, you're smoking, you're calcifying your blood vessels, I guess, which stifles your erectile stimu- or circulation. Yeah, and it's also bad for a lot of other reasons, so stop fucking smoking. Ew. Ew. Tell that to drunk me. (laughs) One thing that I found, uh, again, speaking of those limp dicks, was a tip for trying to help keep, keep a guy hard, like if he has trouble. So it's you lightly tap up and down the shaft like you're playing an instrument. And then... You do that with just one hand, and that apparently will help keep the blood flowing into the penis and will help keep it hard. So you just tap very gently. Like I try you're to, sucking the dick? Yeah, I try to think of it like a flute because I used to play the flute. <laughs> in the marching band? No, I played the xylophone in the marching band. It's way worse. I played the xylophone also. We're so fucking cool. Oh my cool. god, so sisters. We're going to start up a band. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, one of the weirdest facts that I saw about penises is that penises actually used to have spines. Um... <laughs> It was, like, back when, when we were, like, Neanderthals or whatever. But the the scientists have sort of boiled it down to the spines helped make the erections happen faster, and they sort of promoted promiscuity but, to so cause them to re- procreate, basically. Penises um, with spines are really common in animals, like cats, for example. It's, like, not a necessarily a pleasure-based thing it's about getting the deed done so i'm really glad that that we got rid of that evolved out of penis because isn't it really painful for cats to have sex probably can you imagine it's like spikes like they've spiked dicks i'm pretty sure yeah barbs on the end so i'm really glad we evolved away from that can you imagine if like you had to, like, go to a massage parlor to get a back spine massage and a dick spine oh massage. Oh, my God. <laughs> this reminds me, though, Have of you something any? I read, um, which is, like, you can actually fracture your dick. Nuh-uh. Yeah, so you can fracture there it. it. There's not, but it, it's, there's not technically bone, but you can fracture it. And so it just causes, like, a lot of pain, like, excruciating pain, basically. Flaccidity. 
flaccid dicks and swelling as well. And that's most likely to happen when a woman is riding you on top. And I can say from personal experience <laughs> that, yeah, that's 100% true because I am out of control. I have no rhythm. I am just swirling around on top of that dick. I've got no clue what's going on. And it slips out every now and again. I could definitely see me breaking some dude's dick. So if you're not trying to get a dick break, then please make sure that you're always on top. Yeah, so it from men, stop asking women to be on top. <laughs> I don't want to do the work. I love being on top. I'm a writer. I am not at all. Um. Okay, last penis tip, and this, okay. is, this is the best one. So did you know... That doctors can now grow skin from burn, for burn victims from foreskin. Now they'll use this foreskin from uncircumcised or from circumcised infants. Okay, so like right after they're born, they get circumcised. Then yeah, they take that. And cool. that foreskin, this is the best part, <laughs> can produce 23,000 square meters, which is enough to tarp every. Major league infield with human flesh. What? <laughs> Yum. That is the creepiest fucking thing I have ever heard. Can you imagine just a foreskin covered stadium? We Fores- need to, we need to change the subject. It's time for would you? <laughs> Okay, so my first question for you. Okay, hit me. Is would you rather fuck a dude with a really long dick or a really thick dick? Well, I hate you because that was my first one too. So we both have to answer. Um, I think I would prefer a thick dick to a long dick. Mm -hmm. I like to be stretched out. This is so difficult for me because I like to be stretched out, but I also like to be pounded. Yeah, I just think, like, if you have a short dick and you're thrusting hard enough, you can hit in the back. I think you can yeah. hit it right. Yeah, honestly, a long, skinny dick might... I'd be afraid of breaking that for sure. Like, how skinny are we talking? I don't Is this, like, a needle dick? It's... I mean, it's got to be noticeably small. Yeah, I'm sticking with girth. I like a big, thick, <laughs> big fatty fatter. I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna go with girth myself. All right. So that was my first one, but I'll go with my my second okay. one. Um, would you? You're going to the Met Gala in this instance, okay? <laughs> would you rather wear a dress made of foreskin or a dress made of ball hair? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> celebs are gonna see you in it it's gotta be the foreskin first of all because that 
that hair is going to be itchy as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm going to be just itching all fucking night. That's uncomfortable. The second is, I can turn it into a political statement. All right. About my love for uncircumcised dicks. Very political. <laughs> Thank you. Boom. <laughs> Boom. All Figure right, that your... one out. <laughs> Give me another one. Okay, the other one I have for you is, would you rather suck a dick with a full pubic forest once a day mind you or like a vitamin give a daily bj gurgle the semen around in your mouth and swallow it once a day to a guy who smokes a chain smoker so a furry dick or a smoky dick yeah um fuck i'm going with the furry dick the furry yep I can easily pick that hair out of my teeth. I could, you just can never get the taste of cigarettes out of your, cigarette come out of your mouth. You'll take that shit to the grave with you. You're, right, because every morning you'd basically be like gargling with Uh, cigarette cum instead mm. of mouthwash. Yep, give me that fucking (laughs) mythical forest. I'll bring a chainsaw. We'll cut that bitch down. Every fucking morning. Okay, well, I guess that's everything we have for you guys this episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, like, or review us on Apple Podcasts. I just uh, left us a review using my name today, actually. And it's really long and nice. So I hope everyone reads it and enjoys it because it's for all of us. I love that you reviewed our podcast. That's fucking dedication. This bitch said to me the other day before we go, she was like, Emery, I'm thinking I might get kidnapped, but I'm doing it for the podcast. (laughs) If you think this will help the podcast, I will do it. I am diehard for this podcast. I will literally do whatever you guys need me to do to make this work. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you Friday.